What's up, everyone? You're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. We're a student-run nonprofit radio station based out of North Carolina State University. I'm DJ Lucid, and this is Off the Record. Here with me today are the extremely talented members of the four-piece band, Good Deal. Welcome, you guys. Hey, thanks hey, for, hey, thanks hey. for having us. Yeah, thanks. I, I can start. I'm uh, Cliff Johnson. I'm the, the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist and the song, primarily the songwriter for the group. Um, grew up in Smithfield, based in Raleigh. I'm Andrew Barsotti. I play lead guitar, um, and I do most of our social media stuff. I'm William, William Ashley, and I'm the drummer. Uh, I'm Brian Miller. Uh, people just call me Miller, uh, and I play bass and backup vocals, and I don't do any admin stuff for the band. <laughs> I stick away. I stay away from it, actually. <laughs> so you all are coming from Raleigh today. How long have you guys lived here in Raleigh? Um, I've kind of bounced around the triangle a little bit. I lived in Cary a few years, but I've been in Raleigh um, recently for like the last two to three years or so. And then before that, I, I actually went to NC State. So I was here for for four years. Oh, wow. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, good to be back. Last time I was here, I think it was for like an intro class downstairs. Oh, no, really? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been in Raleigh for the last like uh, seven years. So here for a little bit. I've been in the Triangle about three years, but born and raised about 45 minutes down the road in Smithfield. I'm actually the only one not from North Carolina. Uh, I'm from Maryland originally. I moved here, Jesus, back in 2018. And then I moved to South Carolina in 2019 to help open up a coffee shop and then moved back in 2022. So it's good to be back. Yeah. I like Raleigh. Well, we at WKNC appreciate you guys being with us here today. Um, my favorite question to ask when meeting bands what does good deal actually mean? Like, can you guys give us the backstory behind your name? I think we can, yeah. For, <laughs> and it was, I think most bands go through this where they kind of uh, struggle coming up with like, what do we want to be called? And so there were some, a lot of, uh, a lot of like storyboarding yeah. and so yeah. Some Wait, what was, the, what was the first one that we decided to come up with? It was uh, like Wades. the Wades, the Wades or yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> Based off of my middle name, that was yeah, <laughs> super original. But actually, what good deal means is it was kind of something inspired by one of my uncles that he he always says good deal, and I kind of thought of it as like something to say when you don't really know what else to say, but it's something positive, and uh, that's kind of like the meaning behind it. Like a good little catchphrase, just like yeah, yeah. Good deal. and the amount of people who end up saying that like at the end of a sentence or like you're like it's a reaffirming <laughs> statement. I love that. Itself. Yeah. That's like a fun story behind it. And it is like connected to you guys. It is. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of what we wanted. A lot of the ideas we had were kind of like disconnected. Um, so it was good to find something that felt simple and comfortable. Okay. So you guys have been working together for over a year now. Is that right? Yeah. And how did you guys meet and decide to come together as a band? Um, I can... Kind of speak on that. Uh, so I, we've uh, some of us have kind of played in the Raleigh, like played around the Raleigh music scene for several years. Before that, um, a couple of us were in different projects before, and uh, myself included. And I had started um, wanting to write music and kind of get back out there. This was like towards the end of uh, the pandemic, um, and so I was kind of on my own, just like 
you know, playing guitar and writing the lyrics here and there, taking a stab at it. And uh, just through another friend of mine, uh, introduced me to Andrew, the, the lead guitarist, and was like, I have a buddy who, you know, would like to start uh, playing music again, maybe get a band together. And I was like, all right, great. So Andrew and I got together and kind of just started bouncing ideas off each other. We're like, yeah, this is this is working. We could probably do this. Um, and, you know, we're having fun with it. So we're like, well, I we guess we need to find a couple other people. And so that's kind of where William and Miller come into the picture. Miller's a, a friend of Andrew's that, that he knew before we got together. And then William I grew up with in Smithfield. Um, and we had played together before, you know, kind of different like cover sets and just kind of in his, you know, his yeah. parents' house in Smithfield. So we kind of <laughs> kind of grew up learning to play guitar with him a little bit. Um, and so we all, you know, we brought them on board and started playing the songs together. So that's kind of, and that was around, uh, I think Andrew and I got together in like about... March or April of 2022? Yeah. 2022, yeah. So a, a little, know. almost two years yeah, well, ago. I remember, yeah, no, I, I remember when I moved uh, into town and Andrew was like, we got to play music together. We got we to gotta do this. <laughs> Andrew's always wanted to, you know, he's always wanted to play music with me, and I've always been, I've always been the flaky one. And I was just like, you know what? This time we'll, we'll give it a go. Like, I'll, why not, right? I've got nothing else better to do. So, uh, yeah, that's how I, I met Cliff and William back in probably like September. I met Cliff in September, and then I didn't meet you until until yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all started remember. actually playing together in like October. This is when we when we got to the shed. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. good old shed. Yep, I love the shed. Yeah, all four of us kind of didn't really have any space where we lived to practice at the time, that so we kind of had to so. had to outsource a little bit. <laughs> so we found a a friend of a friend that yeah. uh, a friend of mine. Yeah, oh, a friend of yeah, yeah. that uh, <laughs> you know that had some space for us. So we've been uh, practicing there, and yeah, that was all four of us together started in October of twenty two, and then we had our first show at Kings uh, this April. past April in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then been playing pre- playing shows out and about since then. I can't believe so. it. Just, it feels like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Time isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys have been collaborating for almost like a couple years, like yeah. you said, but a few of you have been friends for even longer. How does that kind of affect your writing process, the relationship that you guys have? I would say it... It probably doesn't affect it too too much, actually, just because I've I've kind of been the one to do most of the lyrical writing, mm-hmm. um, and then I have some ideas for how the song would sound, mostly starting from just me with a an acoustic guitar, and then kind of translating into ideas on electric guitar, and so it's kind of just been you know they've really been just like open. I think that's the biggest how it's affected is like all being friends and respecting each other. It kind of leaves a sense of openness there for us to take advantage of to where when we get together and kind of get these ideas out out in the air you know they kind of approach it with like an openness um and allows for a level of vulnerability that um that allows to have fun with it so it's been that first stretch of us kind of getting together and uh like collaborating on the songs was super like a super special time for me just to kind of have an idea have somebody to share it with and then kind of create something out of it together so that was it's been pretty cool yeah i think like one of the other big things too is like not being afraid to like like pitch an idea and i think when you get a band together that aren't really like 
primarily wouldn't hang out together outside of a band, then that kind of falls up like falls apart. In my experience, it it falls apart with like if I don't if I don't like you, like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna like pitch an idea for like oh this is a sick bass line or this is a cool guitar riff or like oh you would sound better if you did this. Like I think it's just a uh, a better way to be in a band is to be homies first and then build off of that. It also makes traveling easier too. It does make traveling easier. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I think to once you get beyond the writing as well, just practicing and like Miller brought up, um, giving ideas. Like when you know someone a lot longer and then especially Cliff and I and then even as we played over the past year, I feel like Miller, Andrew and all of us have kind of grown and we kind of in the practice setting or idea setting, we can kind of fill each other out easier or kind of read each other's minds sometimes. Yeah. Um, we also know how to give each other like feedback too that's constructive and like i mean it i think it helps that we are all generally pretty nice guys so we try to we try to be cognizant of like what we're saying to the other to make sure we're not hurting anybody's feelings or anything but it, we want to make sure that we're doing what's we're servicing the song in the best way too so like we aren't holding back necessarily in terms of like giving the feedback but it is always in a very constructive manner that like we are all able to process effectively the reason i i was laughing at you because i was like yeah we're all really nice guys and i'm just like sometimes we're not nice to each other in practice <laughs> and it's really funny because like afterwards like i saw yeah you want to go like grab a beer or like what do you guys want to do like <laughs> but it's really special to be a lot of bands are super divided between lyricism and instrumental and then it comes together and it just doesn't sound like a collaborative process but it sounds like from you guys you all pitch in, and that's really special. Cliff really knows how to write a good tune. Yeah, I think we all we all agree that we just want to make sure we're servicing that to the. I think we're all really good at trial and error. That as well. Mm, I think it's that. a lot of the times like the either a lot of songwriters will have an idea for a song and they'll they'll hold on to that so tightly, and they'll be like, "This is my song. Like I want it this way," but then that does like it kind of kill it like suffocates it in a way. And Cliff is incredibly gracious with the the lyrics that he writes and he's like he's very open to well what if we did it in halftime here and then we speed it up here or like what if we did it uh in you know uh five six or like what if we did it in three four instead of just like a standard four four and then it just kind of it opens up a realm of possibilities that wouldn't be there if he wasn't nice to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's something that i have a lot of fun with like playing around with ideas like when i like i said when i you know when we get together and kind of throw an idea out there. Um, I'm super excited about trying that one out and then kind of every ang- coming at it from every angle and, and seeing how it sounds, you know, tweaking it and, and you know, just be like, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, it's definitely is a good sense of collaboration between all of us. Yeah, well, you guys also have a really unique sound. It's a little bit of, like, indie rock, but I can also hear kind of like a southern twist to it, would you say? Maybe it's your voice, but <laughs> how would you guys describe your sound? Feel complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, um, I, another thing about kind of like the collaboration and our sound, uh, kind of tying those two in, is that we all kind of have different uh, like tastes in music, like our tastes kind of expand up pretty wide range um but yeah it definitely is like kind of lands um or kind of where my like songwriting and the inspiration has come from has definitely landed in a like an indie rock alternative country sort of realm um like a southern indie rock kind of yeah exactly um and my accent kind of like i've never like intentionally 
like bringing it out or, you know, it just kind of like slips out sometimes. <laughs> it's almost like when you go back to your family uh, or like extended family and then all of a sudden an accent comes out, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. depending on where you're from. Yeah. So are there any notable influences that you feel kind of affect your music style? Definitely. I could probably, yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> kind of one of the influences for me is a, a band Pine Grove that, you know, they're from Montclair, New Jersey, and they have a like a similar uh, sound or a sound that I really appreciated. And not even just how they sound, but like um, like the technicality of their music, I really appreciate. Um, it kind of, it was uh, like they they take a lot of different uh, influences like influence from. influences and kind of fuse them together as like prog rock and like alt country and then you know indie rock and so it's a, a wide variety of sounds like in their discography and it's something that I appreciated because you know I kind of grew up playing started playing piano at an early age and then played trumpet and so I was influenced by like orchestral music and jazz music and then you know like pop country on the radio and then more like indie rock as I got older and then even like psych rock like Ty Siegel um (laughs) and uh so like kind of finding a path to like blend all these different types of music that music that I like um is pretty pretty cool and they were kind of an inspiration to do that to be like it's you know it's okay to it's okay to kind of fuse these things and see what comes out so even though you guys have only started performing and releasing music to platforms, you said about a year ago, you said that you grew up playing music. How long have you all been playing music in general? I've been playing guitar since I was about 10, so for a fair bit of time. Um, I don't want to age myself, but... Um, do it. I'll better do it. But... <clears throat> yeah, guitar for a very long time, and it's, uh, I've never really, I've played in a bunch of pop punk bands, I've played in indie rock bands, and so, like, each style of guitar has always been a little bit different, but this is kind of the first one that I've, uh, this is my first time being, like, a lead guitar player in the true sense, um, and it's just, it's it's a lot of fun, and playing with people who take influences from different things, too, it makes me have to think about approaching the guitar in a different kind of way, um, so I feel like I'm learning a lot still, too, which is, you know, always appreciated, so. Yeah, I don't. I was just trying to think about it and it's like, man, I got to do some math. Um, (laughs) I think it's been, I mean, me and my older brother play just as little kids. It's probably been close to 20 years, (laughs) which is insane. Yeah. (laughs) The 2004, I think, is kind of when we started messing around. Yeah, no, I I started playing guitar when I was 14. I'm not a a bass player. I mean, I don't consider myself a decent bass player. I I have a lot of friends that are much more talented than I at the bass. but I started playing guitar when I was like 13, 14 to impress a girl. <laughs> you know, obviously didn't work out. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Huge bummer. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. Jeez. Well, you guys have made so much progress. I mean, you just came out with a new song about a month ago, right? Or you released it called Worth a Try. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So what inspired this specific song? If I can remember correctly, it was really kind of like the riff of the song. Um, it was an early I was, one. I was, it was kind of while it was an early one for sure. Um, when it was mainly just me and Andrew getting together, um, he had like a like a mental like four track recording device, yeah. and so we were kind of throwing stuff into Logic uh, just to kind of act as like a sketch pad almost for the music. Yeah. And so I had like a riff 
and we kind of like built the song out instrumentally first um and then honestly like the the lyrical side of it was very much just like spur of the moment just kind of uh just like random ideas floating which is kind of nice because some of the other songs are very specific lyrically um so it's nice to kind of uh have a song with like a lyrical like almost it almost being like generic uh in a sense and more i guess it can be approachable in more ways than just one it kind of allows the user to the user <laughs> it allows the listener to be interpret the song how in, they want to interpret it exactly so. yeah all right well with that i think we're gonna take a short break to play y'all two birds by none other than good deal and we'll be right back
You just listened to Two Birds by Good Deal. I love that song. I actually requested it from our guys today, so I'm super happy that you guys got to listen to it too. Um, what would you guys say is the inspiration or who is the inspiration behind this song? Um, I think if I can remember correctly, the the inspiration um, mainly, like as a whole was probably around this like idea. I kind of really had a setting in mind of uh, it was a memory. William and I used to live together in Cary for a little bit. This was after the pandemic, um, actually during the pandemic, technically, yeah. if you want to. And, uh, you know, we would we would just hang out around the house sometimes and, you know, we would kind of just like just BS, you know, like we would just kind of talk about, you know, places we were going to go, things we would want to do. Big ideas. Yeah, big, big dreams. Big ideas and dreams and just kind of, you know, romanticize those, those types of things as, as one often does. Um, and I think that's kind of that idea is kind of where the, the song came from in terms of the inspiration. It was basically about... Um, you know, it's like we can we can dream all we want. You know, like we don't have to do anything about it. So it's kind of, in a way, like a it's like a twofold. It's kind of like bittersweet in a way, because um, it's like you can find comfort in in uh, dreaming about stuff while also like not getting anywhere close to it, and that couldn't be okay. You know, so that's kind of the inspiration of the song lyrically. Wow, that's my first time actually hearing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, listeners. I did not know that either. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. And now we got to talk about your performances. You guys have a huge EP release coming up this Friday and then a show this Saturday, January 20th. Why don't you tell us about your show? Yeah, so uh, we're going to be playing at King's in downtown Raleigh on uh, Saturday. Um, we're going to be performing with a band from Richmond called Holy Roller, who are incredible. Um, and uh, Lauren Moore is going to be opening the show. Um, I think it's going to be one of her. Uh, it's the second time I've seen her, but she's an incredible singer-songwriter, like folk, on the folkier side of things, kind of in line with like Taylor Swift and like Phoebe Bridgers. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to have a band with her. Um, yeah, uh, we're really excited for it. Uh, it's our first show headlining. Um, and... Yeah, the last year's been a lot of us performing in Raleigh and performing outside of Raleigh to try and like build a sense of community and hopefully get people interested in like what we're doing and uh, the songs that we have to show. And uh, uh, the big hope is that Saturday is uh, kind of us putting it all out there for everybody and hopefully, uh, yeah, it's received well. So. Yeah, well, Raleigh's a pretty musical environment for up-and-coming bands. How would you say that? living and performing in Raleigh has changed your music style or do you feel like in a different environment you would have a different style? I, so I live with um, my, one of my closest friends, his name is Jonas. Um, he's a very well connected into the music scene in Raleigh. And I think for me personally, I can't speak for everybody, but like it's really pushed me to be better. It's not just like a, uh, you know, I play bass sometimes for a good deal. Or it's like, I, it's something that I'm proud to have my name attached to. So it's the music scene being connected and like uh, just going to shows randomly and seeing all of these bands that come through or like, uh, I think that's probably one of the biggest things. All of the bands that are able to come through Raleigh is so cool because then you can make connections with everybody and then it's a real, it's a community really. And it's really, I think it's a very healthy one. And I mean, we, everybody takes care of their own and it, 
pushes me to be a better musician and want me to, you know, play more music. So good answer. Thank you. <laughs> Told you guys I was PR trained. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, Raleigh's, uh, we love Raleigh. It's, um, having been in the area for a while and, like, seen a bunch of bands come through, like, I think we all, t- uh, we've kind of touched on, we take influences from a bunch of different bands and, um, have come through from different genres and stuff, and it's, we're just really honored to be a part of it, and we hope we're contributing in a good way. Honestly, I think it has, I don't think it necessarily has an in- too much of an influence on what we're trying to create, but more so, uh, we're just glad that we're being received well, um, or at least from what we can tell, so... Yeah, I think definitely like part of kind of going back to like us getting started uh, kind of towards the tail end of the pandemic, um, or at least I remember, you know, sitting, you know, alone kind of working on music and just, you know, thinking about the possibility of, you know, getting to play music in front of people again. I was definitely like craving that sense of community of like, you know, I have something to to share and there's, you know, other people around that can, can enjoy it as well. Um, I think, you know, definitely like, I started going to shows in in the Raleigh area once I was in college. You know, local band, local beer was a thing, and so, you know I've you know met and become friends with uh, some of the bands that that were around at the time and that are still around. And yeah, it's just it's very uh, open and like accepting of of people trying to put themselves out there and you know kind of share what they have in terms of music. So it's it's really cool, and it's just such a wide like range of different kinds of music you know like yeah. each you know like there's a hardcore scene there's an indie scene there's a country scene there's folk scene hip-hop jazz soul r&b like it's it really does like span across yeah, really so many genres yeah. yeah absolutely there's so many cool venues too and it's kind yeah. of i'm with miller on the it kind of motivates you to be better um because i remember i mean seen some of my favorite bands at these places and then to be up on that stage playing where I've seen them play is really cool. We've also played a lot of really cool shows. Like and that I think it just helps contribute to the overall like being a just like being a part of it, like Andrew said, is just something that I think is super sick. Yeah, touching on that, can you tell us about your first performance as a band? Oh man. Uh <laughs> Our, our first show was also at King's, so uh, <laughs> Saturday is kind of like a full circle moment for us. Um, but it was just, it was a really, it was awesome because our friends, Modern Kind, who are um, friends of ours from varying avenues, but um, they, we asked to open for them. Uh, they were going to be doing like a long run of shows um, up and down the East Coast, and uh, we just got asked to put on, and it was, um, it was just, it honestly really nerve-wracking. Uh, you know, like we've been working on this thing for several months at this point and trying to craft these songs and make make them the way that we want the sound and hopefully uh, dial in on that. And yeah, we you hit a point where you it's just going to be however it's going to be. And I think we're lucky in that it I, it went well. Uh, we got re- we got a lot of really positive feedback. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a really fun night. Yeah, I mean, it was I didn't feel super nervous leading up to it. And then kind of like once I got on the stage, I kind of blacked out a little bit <laughs> not from like any alcohol or anything it was just like nerves yeah i kind of got all, it all happened in a blur and i remember singing and playing and having a good you, time i remember asking you after the show i was like yeah what do you think like how'd it go and you're like honestly kind of blacked out there for a second. <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh yeah well, okay but it was definitely a positive experience and definitely it gave us a lot of momentum to i think especially 
for me is kind of having, you know, bringing these ideas to them and kind of almost having to sell them a little bit in some ways, be like, you know, we should like, tr let's try and get this to work. I think that first show was kind of a, a milestone for us, for everyone was kind of like, you know, this can work. Like this actually, we can do this, you know? So it was definitely a positive step forward. Do you guys tend to take any um, band rituals before your performances? I have one. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Not really. I, I mean, I yeah. always do. Nah. I don't condone this unless you're 21 and over. But oh, I always geez. do a shot, a shot and a beer. That's always my <laughs> shot before the show and a beer on stage. You're good. Mm. I feel like that helps calm the nerves. The rest of you just wake up performance. Pretty performance. much. Yeah. <laughs> They're just much better than me. I no, no. It's, it's uh, yeah, we just haven't really had anything consistent, I don't think, as a group, but. Yeah, I guess we don't have like a set ritual, but I mean, we've kind of gotten into a routine. We're always kind of hanging out, uh, just getting kind of prepped together. But then also <clears throat> for me, and y'all probably do it too, but kind of just get in the zone in your own head as well. Especially the, <laughs> the ritual for the Raleigh shows, though, for me is usually like trying to find parking for my car <laughs> after unloading, <laughs> especially if it's earlier in the in a weekday for some reason. Um, and like I live downtown so like sometimes it's like close enough to get to my house so it's so i guess you would say the part of the ritual for me is like walking back and forth <laughs> from like the venue to wherever i park my car so getting some steps right, in right yeah <laughs> well before we close off we are going to be playing for you guys one more song by good deal which is currently unreleased and will be coming out with their ep release this friday the 19th do you guys want to tell us a little bit more about this project? Uh, the EP as a whole? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, it's just us taking a first stab at, at writing songs and playing them together um, yeah. for the most part. And yeah, most of these are like our first batch of songs that we wrote. I mean, uh, three of them were some of the ones that Cliff and I wrote, like, initially before we even had Miller and William on board as well. So it's kind of like... Um, the start to us being able to have music out and the close on kind of the first chunk of what Good Deal is, I think. Yeah. The close on that chapter. For sure. I think it, I think like stylistically, each song kind of leans on a particular like subgenre of, of rock and country. And I think it still, though, has a sort of cohesiveness to it um, in a way that I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I would um, also say, too, like our new stuff kind of doesn't even sound like, you know, it, it's like a culmination of everything now. It's like we've kind of found an avenue to start doing our own genre of music, it kind of feels like. Or right. like our own style, I would say. Style choices of, right. you know, how we play a certain thing. And coming to the table with this sound is, I think, it's yeah. than the EP. But also, shout out Mark at the Echo Lounge. Love you, Mark. He was the <laughs> one we recorded with. Um, Mark Cusio from uh, Ghost Blonde, if uh, anybody remembers them. It's been a while. They haven't really done too much lately, so I just want to, you know. Yeah, they did have a, they they had a, a show this, earlier this year. But yeah, it's like he, the 10-year release. Yeah, it was the like 10-year anniversary. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, he, he recorded and mixed most of the, the songs on the EP and really did a great job working with us. We were super appreciative very of him. Yeah. Very, very patient. He's a wonderful friend. Of, and, yeah. yeah. So what should our listeners expect at your show this Saturday? They should expect some new songs, a lot of stuff that uh, we don't have out or isn't available anywhere yet, a um, couple guest surprises, and uh, just a great show, great performance. Yeah. As Miller likes to say on uh, social media when he's uh, promoting stuff for us sometimes, 
a rootin' tootin' good time. I do I say think. that. Yeah. That's canon. I've said that before. It is. Yeah. So you could expect that. A rootin' tootin' good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, obviously. Good times. What? Good vibes uh, and good deal. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be fun. Why don't you tell them where they can look for more information on this? Uh, we're very active on Instagram at, for anybody who's curious and finding out more information about us, what we're doing, keeping up with us. Our Instagram's good deal underscore band. Stay pretty active on there. So, Thanks to Andrew. I don't go near the social media. Try not to. <laughs> I'm afraid he'd yell at me. He does yell a lot. He does. <laughs> Never yell at you guys. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we close off? I think just thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, this right. was super fun. Yeah, it really was. Great. Thank you guys for coming in and talking to me today. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure to meet you all. Yeah, yeah you as well. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, and you can check out the interviews I do with other local artists at wknc.org slash podcasts by clicking on Off the Record. I'm DJ Lucid, this is Off the Record, and you were just listening to Good Deal on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm going to send y'all off with one more song by our friends called Circles, which is currently unreleased, but will be out on January 19th, so make sure to tune in. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Flick.